Fantastic. So I'm kind of just excited to talk about, you know, industry stuff I can touch on. I mean, we're, we're like every other credit union trying to grow. We just completed a $420 million merger. So that's taking right. up all of our time. But uh, we're, we're a lot like any other kind of mid-sized shop, kind of on a race to scale. Um, so happy to talk to anything specific with the shop or, or kind of pontificate on where we think the industry is going. You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast podcast that delivers value and offers up insight that'll help your credit union grow. ServiceStar has been consulting with credit unions for over 20 years, growing them in the areas of cultural development, leadership development, and management training. To learn more about what ServiceStar can do for you or your credit union, check them out at servicestarconsulting.com. How you doing? I'm Brad Bergmoser, President and CEO of Financial Plus Credit Union in Michigan. Uh, I'm a dad of, of two really energetic boys, uh, sixth grade, fourth grade. My wife and I have been married. We met in college and been married for a little over 15 years. Well, Credit Union Leadership Podcast listeners, you're in for a treat today. CEO Corner, we got Taylor Murray, Chief Executive Officer of Service Star, talking to Brad Bergmoser, Chief Executive Officer at Financial Plus Credit Union in Flint, Michigan. Well, fellas, take it away. Brad, my man, and welcome to the show. I love it. It's been a while since we caught up in person, but uh, appreciate you being on the show. Absolutely, Taylor. Thank you for having me. It's it's great to great to see you again. You know, our paths started together in with BCU, and and uh, great to see both of us still out here um, uh, doing what we can for a great industry. Love it. Well, you know me, and we've we've come across in different paths along the way. I think you started at VCU about six, eight months before I moved to Minnesota. But uh, thanks again for being on the show. Um, I'm going to peel this back. You've been at Financial Plus a little over three years. Take me back to the night before you first started. <laughs> like, uh, Yeah, so my, my three-year anniversary at Financial Plus will be January, uh, beginning of January. Oh man, the the night before I started, well, I was in a hotel room in uh, out right by our office because my family was still over in the Chicagoland area. So I was alone with my thoughts in in a hotel room, and uh, you know this the, the CEO job is definitely the job that when people tell you you don't know what you don't know, and until you sit in that chair, you have no idea. That could not be a, a truer statement, you know. So it was a mix of. A lot of excitement and a whole lot of fear and worry of you know what what did I get myself into and am, am I ready for this was was the biggest feeling that I, that I had going into my first day. Well, and now three years later, just completed a huge merger of equals. You're probably still going to have some of those feelings, right? <laughs> yes, that's a really good point. I think you could say you know the feelings I have on my first day are the feelings I have every morning when I go into the office. Is you know. Am, am I doing everything I can to put the people in the right position and the shop in the right position to to achieve what what we want to do? Uh, so yeah, no, you're exactly right. I, I think we should we should have a healthy dose of of that feeling every day. Look, I mean, so professionally speaking, right? You look at your entire career. What are you most proud of? I'd say particularly in the last three years. Uh, you know, it's got to it's got to start and end with with the people, uh, you know, coming to Financial Plus, we had some really, really lofty goals. Uh, you know, I started in January of 2020. So it was one 
heck of an interesting time. You know, I got to, got out to DAC, thought I'd get into a nice groove. Uh, we'd make some make some good plans. Got home, and a couple of weeks later, everything everything shut down. But most proud of the development our people have had. You know, from the executive team down to all of our our new hires. You know, we come in with a culture of of wanting to learn and get better, and that's something that I, I brought with me. I, I was taught that and been really lucky to have some great mentors kind of teach me that so long as you keep learning, uh, you'll keep doing great things. And our whole, we're about a, we're a little under 300 employees and I'm really proud that all 300 of them come in and try to better themselves professionally. So I will always be the most proud of what I'm able to provide for our employees to continue to, to learn and grow. Good for you. And the employees that I've talked to just even through the different expos, they love what they're doing there. It's just, they feel aligned. And so it's, it's, I'm not surprised knowing you. And at the same time, it's just great hearing it and it's going to continue. So good for you. Another just random question too. We all learn from mistakes. You got to now share the most vulnerable moment. What's an early mistake you made that you just have this ah moment? Yeah, uh, well, I will start with, so obviously we were uh, financial plus well-capitalized credit union was very well-capitalized when I got there. And, you know, you and I's mentor, uh, Mike Valentine, he told me before I left, said, Brad, that much capital forgives a lot of mistakes. And <laughs> it was uh, no truer statements. No, uh, we are a credit union that is 100% bought into the future model of partnering with very agile. You can call them fintechs. That, that term's kind of getting thrown around a lot. But kind of very agile, nimble companies that are willing to build with you and transition very quickly. And I absolutely love that. We are 100% bought in. We're going to keep doing that. When you work with companies, a lot of them are very new. Uh, you're building things with them as opposed to picking up and bolting on kind of a tried and true product. And with that is a chance for mistakes and one step forward, two steps back. And we've had a couple of those. And, you know, it, it's one of the, it's hard to say that's a mistake, but some of them, it was one step forward and several steps back because you know, us and the business partner, you know, we weren't on the same page on how we wanted to see something built out. And it was the first time for them, first time for us. So, you know, learning from those mistakes, when you're working with those very early stage, uh, fintechs becoming kind of cliche, but those fintech companies that are, you know, new to, you know, they know their product and they know their service really well, but they might not know financial services and especially credit unions and how we want to create a product for our members. So, you know, lessons learned, we have to be really, really cognizant that as we're building something out, we're walking with them every step of the way to build it how we want to see that, that final work product delivered to our members. And we've gotten caught a couple of times kind of losing, losing, losing track and losing sight of that. And we've had to scrap something and go back to square one and, and build it. Uh, you know, we hope we learn from those mistakes. So you know, we'll, things will move a little bit quicker and, you know, it'll, it'll cost us a little less to get things to market. Uh, but I said, we're not going to give up on it. We're, we are going to keep pushing forward and investing in those really early stage, um, nimble, agile companies. So I really do think that's the future of how 
credit unions are going to work with and, and build um, relationships with, with business partners. You know, you bring up that the QSO, the fintech approach, and I didn't even think you'd go down that path because it's so true. I know you're close with our my board chair, who's Andy Kemp, who's uh, the CEO at Forefront. We have three owners and our three owners all have investments in different QSOs, some with fintech. So I really, so our, our owners, right, Team One Credit Union, Community Choice, and Forefront, our owners have investments in at least eight, maybe 12 QSOs. And you do have to sprinkle some of that risk across some of the more potentially lucrative, but you're going to make some mistakes. So at least you still have capital. You're still uh, able to continue to grow. You still have a job. You still have hair. So hey, <laughs> uh, those are wins. Um, then, all right. Best, I have a couple questions here. I want to know the best compliment you've ever received from non-family members. <laughs> I received my harshest critiques from family members too, so we could we could do that. No, again, it, it starts and ends with the people. Uh, I was out at an event. I, I'll use one. I was out at an event last year with one of our really really key business partners, and we brought somebody out who was a, a newer manager. You know, and had never really even managed people before. Brand new in in that position but knew forwards and backwards the underlying service with that business partner that we were there with and had also never, never, never traveled for, for work was never in a, that kind of, you know, you mix when you're out at events, you, it, it is, it's a social setting, but it's very much a professional business setting. And, you know, really threw that person into the fire. And I had somebody come up to me, longtime CEO in the industry, really, really respect uh, CEO, large credit union, came up to me and said, I met this team, this, uh, this person who works with you, they were amazing. They, they had carried on a 10, 15 minute conversation with, and they didn't know that, you know, this person was, you know, really such a well-respected CEO in the industry, talked to them just like a person and they were great. They were knowledgeable and I, oh my gosh, that, that was amazing. So they were able to, you know, not just know what they know day to day, but to walk into that mixture of a professional social setting, which is not easy to do, and speak, uh, you know, speak like an equal to to anybody in the room. And you know, when they told me that, I go back to you know my my goal in my career is to hopefully build build leaders that that go out into the industry and keep keep credit unions going strong for the decades to come. To hear something like that, that was just one of the that you know, top five coolest compliments I, I think I've, I've ever gotten family members or otherwise. Yeah. When, when a well-respected CEO starts walking up to you and says, Hey, I want to share some feedback about an employee. <laughs> you could go one way or the other quickly. And there is, there's employees that have made poor decisions in those environments, but it's a lot, it's super rewarding when they come out of it, polished, professional, representing your credit union. So that's, that's fantastic. Good for you. All right, now go back to you being that first person at that. So 18-year-old self, Brad. And for those that don't know, legal eagle, we'll call him, right? He could he could, he could step in for the legal eagle on uh, YouTube. Very well-versed, uh, probably read more books than I've ever owned. And uh, what would you tell yourself as an 18-year-old <laughs> newbie? What would you do? Oh, well, I will go back to a lot of critiques I got. Uh, so yeah, I came up came up through the the legal side 
uh, I would tell my my young professional self to calm down. Uh, trust trust the process. You know, you surround yourself with great colleagues and great mentors, and soak it all in. Uh, personalize it to your personality and your goals, but calm down. You you don't need to you don't need to be everything. Uh, stop. Stop relating where you are in your career journey to where everybody else is. We spend a lot of time with our emerging leaders at our credit union discussing with them that a career, a career trajectory isn't, you know, up to the right. You know, there's zigs and zags, and sometimes it feels like a lateral move or sometimes it feels like a step back. But so long as you're learning new skills, you're moving in the right direction. Young professional me did not understand that. Uh, I was, however so amazingly fortunate to have great mentors. And I have been in and out of the credit union industry um, my, my whole career, uh, always have kept a toe in it. And a majority of my mentors are some of just the best leaders that ever grace, grace our presence in, in credit union land. And I was lucky to just be in that position. And I've had several of them kind of bring me back down to earth and have that conversation of calm down, keep learning. Uh, being impatient is good, uh, but doing it in instances where you're pushing a little too hard, a little too fast, is isn't. And I, that would be that would be my advice for a lot of young career professionals who, you know, want to aspire for great things. That's awesome. Never lose that, but also understand where you are today and have fun in that moment. You know, have enjoy that moment. Keep learning from those who have who have you know blaze the path for you and you'll get there. That's so, so fitting and strong. I think that especially as this generation gets faster and faster, and if we want more and more today and yesterday, that's such great advice. Well, Brett, I want to say a huge thank you to yourself, to your team, to you and just everything that you've shared into and poured into this industry. Thank you for being on our show. Uh, if, if, is there any way that uh, our listeners, if they need to get a hold of you or like to touch, we'll put some of that in our show notes. But is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, no, I would. Again, my like I said, I've been in and out of this career, out of this industry, my whole career. I'm in it now. Uh, I will retire a credit union guy. Uh, I my goal is, you know, when I when I retire and leave the industry, I left it better than. Uh, I found it. I continue to grow it. So I love having conversations with you know young, energetic guys like like you, Taylor. It, it, the future is bright. And yeah, if there's if there's anyone out there who wants to pick my brain on absolutely anything, you know, help. I'll help you uh, learn from from my mistakes. Uh, yeah, reach reach out to me. However, uh, yeah, you can have all my information. We can we can put it out there. I uh, would love to talk to you about your thoughts on the industry. You know, I think. Credit unions are going to change more in the next five years than they have in the last 50 combined. And, you know, that's that's going to move fast. Uh, that should be exciting for all of us. Uh, but, you know, we are, we compete every day, uh, but we also collaborate. That's what I love about this industry. So, yeah, let's reach out and let's, uh, let's move the industry forward together. Well, <laughs> that was a great recording with Brad. Super excited for you to listen to it. And that conversation went on for like an hour afterwards. So maybe we get Brad back in the future on the Credit Union Leadership Podcast because it is fun being in the room with a couple of CEOs just talking shop. Well, 
We'll catch you on the next episode of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. We'll see you then.